Happy anniversary, my friend. Happy anniversary. Yeah, this is our 25th episode. Oh, that's an anniversary? Yeah, usually people celebrate their 25th wedding anniversary. Yeah, that's like 25 years, though. This is like 32 weeks. Yeah, but it's felt like 25 years. Have you ever (laughs) podcasted with Zach Melcher? What do you mean? I make it easy for you. All you gotta do is pick a bunch of topics, and I just talk for like 45 minutes to an hour, and that's all good. Yeah. Hit your rage button and you throw in a few jokes and we're all good. <laughs> Call it a day. All right. <laughs> Punch out. Fine. I'll cut this whole bit. <laughs> New opening. Go. You do it. <sighs> <laughs> That's how you open the mic test. Yeah. It's okay. perfect. Uh, it's been a good day. That's good. Yeah. I got some shit done. I had a half day. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have a lot of work and I kind of, like, I had a headache all day. So I was like, I'm going to go home early. But uh, I went to the bank and uh, got my registration sticker Ooh. for my license plate so you're all street legal now yeah for the next year and the lady at a fucking bank was real twat she just had like a fucking attitude with me for no reason i don't know why i like walked up and uh, it's still february you, yeah you're in your rights yeah it was fine and then, like I, I like walked up and she's like can i help you i'm like uh yeah i just need to get a registration sticker and she goes well, do you have the note that they mailed you? And I was like, no, that would have got sent to my dad. And she goes, well, then I need the registration. I'm like, oh, uh, that's probably in my glove box, so I'll have to go out and get it real quick. And she goes, okay, fine. I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, oh, are you a member here? I'm like, yeah. She's like, uh, good, because if you're not, then I can't do anything for you. Like, oh, <laughs> okay, lady, Jesus. Way to upsell. Yeah, she's real. If you weren't a member, that's not going to entice you to <laughs> join up. If you're not a member, there's nothing we can do, because mm-hmm. you're trash. Get <laughs> Go back fuck. to the streets from whence you came. You fucking urchin. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah. steal my bread on the way out to my car later. I just need to get out of that bank already. <laughs> I mean, I technically have an account there. It's got $5 in it, and I never use it. Oh. I just have it open. Because I used to think I had to go there to get my registration sticker. turns out, like, every bank in Illinois can just do that. Pretty much, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave them soon. Once I pay off the credit cards that I owe them. Yeah. I still owe, like, oh, like $300, something like that. Oh, so, that's not yeah. terrible. I, yeah, was, I was expecting a lot worse. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it was a $500 limit on the oh. credit cards, oh, okay. so <laughs> they didn't give me a lot. And then I just stopped paying it because I never used it. And I was like, you guys can fuck yourself. <laughs> Feels good to drink again. Oh yeah, be, yeah. Oh, that's right. You've been on fucking. You've been on call for two and a half weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. First thing I did when I got home on Tuesday. <laughs> Cracked a beer. Yep. Which there were several left from the party on Saturday. From the Oscar so I, party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Had a nice pick of uh, different brands and everything. Yeah, there was a nice little uh, hodgepodge of alcohol. Wasn't as good as the uh, what was it D and D. That we had over here, yeah. where we like completely <laughs> filled the fridge with beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a fun night, though. A little Oscar party we yeah. had. Do you guys have fun? Yeah, I, I didn't really it. actually talk to you guys after. Yeah, but. no, <laughs> I was getting kind of sleepy there towards the end. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't talked to you much in the days after that since. True. So, yeah. No, I had a really good time. Cool. Uh, I liked uh, two of the three movies that I watched. Oh, I thought you were gonna say two of the three friends that I had over. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody was cool. Oh, okay. We all had a good time. Yeah, I missed Black Klansman. I didn't get a chance to see that. Like, when I came in, it was ending, so I didn't even, like, go downstairs. I was like, yeah, I'll just watch that movie later. Yeah. Watched Green Book, which um, I enjoyed. I yeah. thought that was actually, like, I liked that a lot more than I thought I was going mm-hmm. to. It was actually like, kind of a fun movie. Yeah. And then uh, watched A Star is Born. 
that was pretty fun. It's a real feel good movie. Yeah, kind of get everybody together. It has together. feelings in it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that everybody liked that movie because everybody started getting quiet like halfway through, and then like mm-hmm. all the jokes ended, and then the, the movie ends, and you can just hear people sniffling from all the tears right. and shit like that. She's like, yeah, that was pretty good, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> and what was that third one? <laughs> the favorite. The favorite. What the fuck was that? Like, what was that movie supposed to be? It's. It was supposed to be a lot of fun. I. I don't know. I. I enjoyed it a lot, but I'm used to that director, so I think that's part of it. What else has he done? Uh, he did The Lobster, okay. which I've talked about before. Yeah, here. I haven't and, seen that yet, but you keep telling me to watch um, it. Killing of a Sacred Deer is his other. That was in between these two. I heard that was supposed to be really good too. Yeah. Yeah. It's. He's definitely unique and like an acquired taste kind of. Mm. Mm. It's, it's probably better to watch them in that order, I think. Yeah. You know, kind of ease yourself into them. <laughs> just having that one thrown out there to everybody probably wasn't my best choice. but That one, it, it, it was just kind of a weird, it was like towards the end of the night, mm. kind of drunk at that point. Yeah. We had all just watched A Star is Born, so we're all like emotionally drained. Right. And then that movie was just, I couldn't tell what it was trying to be. I was a little confused, basically. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't sure what the plan was for the movie. And then I, I'll be honest with you, I got kind of bored, like, through it. Yeah. And, like, I was kind of falling asleep through parts of it, where... It moved slower than what I had remembered from watching it in the theater. Yeah. So. And, like, it's that's a real a- accomplishment to put me to sleep during a movie where Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone are uh, lesbians for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how do you bore me with that? Like, Well, they weren't for each other, but... Well, still. Yeah. I mean, they're, like, Eskimo sisters. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're yeah. Sh- they're, <laughs> they were sharing gash, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to give that movie, like, another watch at some point when, like, I'm... Yeah, like I said, try to try to check out the lobster and maybe yeah. even killing of a sacred deer first before you go back into it. I think you'll yeah. appreciate it a little more. You've talked to me about the lobster a lot. You've said that was really good. Mm-hmm. And then I've heard some other. And you're a Colin Farrell fan too, so I, 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 I am. Yeah. That is fair. He's in both that and Sacred Deer. So yeah, that keeps popping up on like uh, uh like on my Netflix or uh, it's either my Netflix or my Amazon. Like one of my like yeah. movies that keeps popping up on for like a, you should watch this. So yeah, I'm gonna have to give it a shot at some point. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to rewatch the favorite. Like I said, part of it was I was kind of falling asleep mm-hmm. through it, and it's that's not totally the movie's fault. I'd also been pounding beers pretty right. hard, and it was pretty late in and the it day. Kind of late. Yeah, we'd already watched two movies at that point, mm-hmm. so. and everybody else had watched three. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. the whole mood of the room was kind of dragging. Yeah. In retrospect, I'm talking to Josh about that. I really should have probably put Bohemian Rhapsody in there for the last one. Oh, kind of. Because it was also a Best Picture up. nominee. You know, everybody loves Queen. That'd be a good yeah. That one win anything? Uh, it ended up winning Best Editing. Best sound mixing and best sound design, hmm. and best actor for Rami Malek. He played for oh, Mercury. Mm-hmm. Nice, good for him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, I don't watch the Oscars. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the favorite. The only thing it won was Olivia Coleman. The Queen won Best Actress. Okay. Uh, Green Book ended up winning Best Picture. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then it also won Best Screenplay. I knew it had won something because. Uh, uh, what's his name? Spike Lee was on Twitter pitching mm-hmm. for like forty-five minutes. So yeah, I was immediately like, "Ugh, oh god." <laughs> yeah, and then it also won uh, best supporting actor for Mahershala Ali. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that that movie. Uh, I liked that a lot more than I thought I was going to. I, I figured it was going to be kind of like a whatever, mm-hmm. like sort of Oscar movie, but right. it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then I totally didn't realize that was Viggo Mortensen until about like forty-five minutes into the movie. <laughs> I know that was hilarious when you're like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit, that really is Viggo Mortensen." <laughs> I just figured he was going to come in later. I was like, I mean, he's like a top-billed actor. He's got to show up in this movie at some point. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he does not look like Aragorn anymore. Mm, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, he definitely put on some weight for that movie. Mm-hmm. Good for it's him. been a few years, though. So. It's fair. Yeah. 
And then what? Uh, Star is Born. It just won for best original song for Shallow. Oh, uh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I, I thought that was a really good movie. I did too. I but liked it more than I thought I was going to. That was the only one I hadn't seen going into the night. So. Oh, really? Yeah, that was my first time watching it. Yeah, that was the one that Emma was all excited about. And then um, I just have a. Like, I like Bradley Cooper as an actor. Mm-hmm. I never thought I would say that because you never really like, think of Bradley Cooper as. Yeah, you know, anything more than just a comedy guy, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if you ever saw um, Silver Linings Playbook. No, I haven't. That movie is actually way better than you think it's going to be. Oh, yeah? Yeah, pretty much the only thing you have to get by in that film is uh, Jennifer Lawrence being in it, because she's, you know, she's a cardboard actress, just <laughs> like a lot of the other ones are. She's just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. But you get past her shit, and like Bradley Cooper and Robert De Niro are pretty fucking top-notch in that movie. And nice. it's, really, it's like really well-written and shit, so it was a pretty good movie. I liked it a lot. But, uh, yeah, ever since that movie, I've kind of, like, given Bradley Cooper a little bit more respect for him. Like, you didn't just make the A-Team. You can also do good movies. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. You're not just that guy from The Hangover that disappears for half the movie? No, that's not him. That's the other guy. Oh. Bradley Cooper's, like, one of the main dudes. Oh, was he? The okay. Yeah. I only saw it once, and I was drunk, so. Yeah, it was an, it's an okay movie. It's it's fun. And, like, I remember liking it the first time, but it's not a movie that I, I would ever be like, I'm going to go watch The Hangover. <laughs> like... <laughs> I would never be sitting around the house, and be like, "Well, I guess we can watch The Hangover. We yeah. got nothing else to do." Well, that's like, it's like a movie of convenience where if it's on, you're like, "Yeah, I can watch this." Yeah. And then you're like playing on your phone for an hour and a half mm-hmm. anyway. So yeah, I won't change the channel. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all you can say about The Hangover. Wouldn't make me change the channel. Like I would. Yeah. It also wouldn't make me change the channel to it though either. Mm-hmm. It's like if I turn my TV on and it's on, I'll just be like, "Okay, yeah, sure, that's fine." It would have to, like, autoplay on Netflix for me to watch it. <laughs> or, mm-hmm. or be the very first movie. And I'm just like, I'm going to go cook dinner anyway. And I just want, like, background noise in the living room. Just hit play on that and yeah. walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a fun night, though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. We had a good time. Uh, it was the first time in a long time that I've watched, like, Oscar movies before the Oscars. Yeah, I know. Usually I wait, like, two years and then I'll watch one of them because mm-hmm. people won't stop talking about it. <laughs> Like, it took me, like, three years to finally watch The King's Speech or something like that. <laughs> Which I did like. It was a good movie. Yeah. It just took me forever to get to it. Yeah, I was just like, I, I need to invite Zach over. I'm, you're not a big Oscar fan, but, like, this year is pretty different than most Oscar years. Like True. you said, the, none of these are, like, your typical Oscar bait, really. No, no, they were, like, fairly well-made movies that mm-hmm. had, like, an actual story to tell, not just, like, uh, I want an Oscar story Basically. to tell. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I hate movies like that. It's just mm-hmm. always so irritating. You're just like, just, just tell a story. Don't worry about winning Oscars, man. Just because you win an Oscar doesn't even mean you're good. Yeah. But it was fun, though. I, after Green Book winning, that makes... I've, this is the fifth year I've done this. And four of the five years, I've shown the Best Picture winner. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. You got a knack for it, buddy. I know. The only one I didn't show was Moonlight two years ago. So. Yeah, and that was an Oscar movie. Mm-hmm, so. For sure. <laughs> that, that There's more people with AIDS in that movie than Rent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh the movie rent. Okay. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever. Well, okay. <laughs> they're also poor, so I guess. Yeah, they're also yeah. poor, so they never have rent money mm-hmm. because of all the AIDS medicine that they have to take. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it was a good night. It was a successful night. We got to make fun of the movies a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, watch everybody not make fun of A Star is Born because everybody was too busy crying. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it started hitting like every single one of your emotional levels. I'm like, oh god, I can't sit next to Zach because as soon as he starts crying, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> I, I held mine together fairly well. Yeah, I just kind of had like the the silent like Native American on the side mm-hmm. of the highway tears. Yeah, 
And then uh, Emma cried for the last like forty five minutes of it, I think, mm. or something like that. Like I almost yeah, wanted to change you, my. Like shirt. I say, you had to do a wardrobe change, right? Yeah. <laughs> I almost had to change my shirt. My <laughs> sleeves were soaked. <laughs> nah, it, it earns it though. Oh, for sure. No, like, like it's. It's not just. It wasn't cheaply like uh, emotional in right. any way. It, it made you care for the characters and right. then did terrible things to them, so that like you would actually give a fuck. Yeah, it's not just like killing a cute puppy or something, you know. Which there was <laughs> one in it, which I was scared for him. There was he fu- he made it, which was nice to yeah, hear. So I know. Yeah, if you if you guys are gonna watch that, let's just, there's some uh, triggers in that movie. You might <laughs> want to be careful for. So just uh, keep your eyes open. But still, pretty good film. I uh, I enjoyed it. Kind of shocked that uh, Lady Gaga didn't get like Best Supporting Actress. Uh, she got nominated, but yeah, she yeah. didn't win. Yeah. Oh well. What was, do I know? Definitely the best you could expect from her. I think you know. Like, yeah, she was a way better actor than I thought she was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Her just kind of being like a pop star. Yeah. She was like, uh, she's pretty good. She's better than Jennifer Lawrence is. I'll tell you that much. She's a better actress than that. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is an actual actress. So what does that say? <laughs> didn't she have a song, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence? Maybe. Didn't she have something on like the Hunger Games soundtrack or something? It wouldn't surprise me, but nothing that I know of. Is that right, Emma? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. What was it? Hanging tree. Hanging tree. That's where they should have taken her. Ooh, after the fucking movie. <laughs> Hanging tree. Yeah, that's what happens at the end of Green Book, right? <laughs> <laughs> That was my main question through that whole movie. Was just where he was just like, "Yeah, I want to tour the Deep South." I was like, "Why?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're a gay black dude. Just like chill out in New York or something, mm-hmm. man. Hang out where people don't hate you. Yeah, you're, you live above Carnegie Hall, like. <laughs> yeah, you're doing fine up here, pal. Mm-hmm. There's no need to go down here and get fucking stopped by the Dukes of Hazard sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> Cavity search. This, this doesn't have to be your hill to die on, man. <laughs> It's like, yes, they're wrong. Just let them be wrong down there and you stay away. You've already won, pal. You got out. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, that was a fun movie. I guess uh, not to Spike Lee. He didn't enjoy it. What what can you do? And then I know, uh, like like we talked about last episode, I guess like the family of the piano player was like, this movie's fucking a lie. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not how that worked at all. Which, like I said, even that's fine because like it's inspired by a true story. Yeah, you know? exactly. They covered their bases, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, and then a lot of people were bitching because it won Best Picture, and after all that controversy, still. Mm. So they're trying to say that the Academy is just full of a bunch of old white men, and it's all never things are never going to change, and that's bullshit too. Because this year, like so many african american and female like producers and directors want all kinds of shit like, yeah way more than they ever have things before are, uh, things are never going to change moonlight has you know won best picture exactly um, fucking get out won a shit ton of awards there's a yeah you know uh jordan peele is an uh oscar winner yeah things are never going to change like things have changed pal. Exactly. like what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> like what do you want i don't know yeah. it's just another reason why i don't like the oscars yeah they just want to complain about something it's just like the Oscars have turned like in the last, I don't know, maybe five years or so, the Oscars have turned away from like, not a celebration of film, but it's just like let's make a point. So it's kind of like it's just like a disconnect from uh, normal people. It seems like, and the viewer, the viewership for the Oscars has been steadily declining every mm-hmm. year. Like pretty much since that happened. So yeah, it did rebound a bit this year. It was the did first it? in the last like seven years. So right on. 
what a lot of people think though, because of Black Panther and Bohemian Rhapsody, Star is Born, all these really popular movies that people yeah. tune in to see if they want or not. Yeah, that's fair. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, the whole uh, inspired by true events thing, uh, I've never like fallen for that ever since. Um, do you remember the inspired by true events for, uh, oh, fuck, what was that movie? Like the strangers or something like that, when the mm. people are like knocking on the door and then like they tie up the family and yeah, murder them or torture whatever. Them, yeah, yeah, you're, that's inspired by true events too. You know what mm. the story is behind it? Mm-hmm. Like the guy, uh, the director was like, it's like sixteen or something like that and at home, and someone knocked on the door and he answered, and they were like, "Hey, is you know so and so home?" And he was like, "No, they don't live here." And they're like, "Okay, bye." And it was because like those people were going around robbing houses to see what like so they were trying to find an empty house so they could rob. <laughs> so that's his inspired by fucking true event story. So wow. He's like, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Same thing for uh, Paranormal Activity, the first mm. one. Yeah. The director was asleep, and then heard a noise and went in his laundry room and a uh, like a thing of laundry detergent had fallen off a shelf and he couldn't explain how that happened. So, uh, a demon uh, possessed his girlfriend and <laughs> murdered him. I guess. <laughs> That's only a logical way to come to that conclusion. Yeah, inspired by true events. <laughs> I did kind of like the first paranormal activity, though, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, the way I saw it is the reason that I liked it so much. I saw it in the perfect like way to see that movie, which is like I hadn't heard a lot about it. had just kind of seen like the small like YouTube ads that they okay. had used. Cause which they was just like audience reactions. They didn't yeah. show any film footage. They, they just were showed... Really, it was a really smart ad campaign where you're just like, oh, this movie's yeah. got to be fucking terrifying. Yeah, just the night it. vision camera pointed at the audience as they freak out. Yeah. Yeah. And so like hadn't really heard a lot about it. Was you know excited for it because I like horror movies. And then um, I was working, it was like, I was still working at the theater, and it was the midnight showing of it, and, uh, I mean, do you remember, like, how the rules used to be, like, if the midnight showing happened and there were still seats available, we could go Then see you could go movie. after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first showing sold out, and there was, like, uh, 30 minutes until the next one started, and so they were like, well, we'll just open up another showing, and then, like, four people bought a ticket to that, and nobody else showed up for it. So it was, like, me and two other guys, I forget who else was with us. And then, like um, employees, yeah. Okay. Then um, it was just like the three of us, and there was like four pe- people scattered in the theater. So we're essentially by ourselves in the theater, <laughs> and then we just watch that for the midnight showing. And that's the perfect way to watch that movie. Oh yeah, is basically by yourself in a theater, having no knowledge of what it is. Yep, that's essentially what I did. It was me and one other person as we previewed it. Oh, did the preview? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like that's the way to watch it there, because then like you're right. like uncomfortable. And we crank up the sound like we always did during oh, the previews and stuff yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. To. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you get... That was the best part about that job, was previewing movies. Oh, yeah, it was always the best. But, yeah, you, you watch the movie like that, and it works then. Like, it's a... Like, the, the slow burn of it kind of works, and you, like, actually feel tension, and you get freaked out at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you're, like, uncomfortable driving home, because you're by yourself in a dark car, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. I think I joked that I was going to break up with my girlfriend that night. I was like, yeah, no, I don't trust her. This is what happens. <laughs> bitches get possessed, and they, like, murder you. Fuck that noise. I don't, yeah. I don't play along. My roommate at the time watched it, and then he got freaked out because I, I, I'm a no sleepwalker, as we know the last episode. <laughs> yeah, so he's exactly. like, "No, no, 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 no! You're not sleeping here tonight." <laughs> oh fuck no! <laughs> that is the night where you, you get shot for mm, sure. Yeah. It's the night that I watch Paranormal Activity, and then you're fucking sleepwalking. I'm like, no, I ain't playing this game. <laughs> Better safe than sorry, pal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw Evil Dead. I mm-hmm. I know how to handle this. <laughs> you wake up, and I'm just standing at your bedside, like looking down at you. <laughs> <laughs> just here, we just started mm-hmm. a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Time to end this. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm all right now. 
My ass, you are. <laughs> All day. I ain't playing games. <sighs> but, I mean, again, there's another movie series that got um, milked to death. I mean, how many fucking paranormal activities do they make? Oh, I thought you were about to talk shit on Evil Dead. I was no, like, I you never. step the fuck back right now. <laughs> I would never do that. I love <laughs> those movies. Uh, they ended up with four of them, I believe. Is it four? Yeah. Yeah, so. There's one, two, and three, and then there's like the hidden door, the hidden ones, or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I never even saw that one. And that one was like starring Latino community, because they thought that that would pull in more audience or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, why not? Might as well try something. It's not like you can write a good movie anymore. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. God, that first movie made so much fucking money, though. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, what? Wait, how well, much of them? It started a company. Like, that's what Blumhouse was oh, founded yeah, that, on, basically. That, that is true, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, that movie cost, like, what? Maybe $2,000 to make all the uh, way through? I think it was 10 <laughs> 10 Yeah. Yeah, and then it made, like, $4 million. $76 million, yeah. <laughs> it made, like, the amount of money a small co- uh, country makes. Mm-hmm. So, they made their money back on that, for oh, sure. Yeah. And then for, like, the next three or four years, everything, he would just, like... If you liked a script, you gave somebody $5 million. Yeah. And they would make a movie, and it would make, like, 15 to 20, because, you know, everybody goes to see a good horror movie. Of course. That's the easiest, well, not the easiest, but it's, like, the most successful branch to get into. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Because it's just, everyone's going to want to go see it. Mm -hmm. Especially when you put them out, like, when they always do, like, around the the Halloween time. Mm -hmm. You're just, you have to go see it. So, people are going to go see it. You're just going to make it. Everybody's in that mood. Yeah. The and he was smart. Like I said, he, he you know previewed all the scripts. He he wouldn't put out something that he didn't enjoy. So right. No, yeah. I mean he's 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 got a good eye for making good movies. Probably mm-hmm. should have stopped with Paranormal Activity after the first one. But yeah. I mean I can't blame him. I I definitely can't blame him for making a sequel. But I don't know how much the sequel made. It but it's also quite a bit up it, there. Yeah. Was it fairly mm-hmm. successful? Because I I only watched it once and I don't even remember it like at all. <laughs> I did like uh, the first VHS. Did you ever watch any of those? No, I've heard good things about it, though. It's like an anthology type yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, it's basically like four short films, and they're all kind of like uh, uh, found footage sort of thing. And uh, the first one's really good. I've watched them all, and the second and third one have a couple short ones that are good, uh, but the first one just all the way through is just a good film, and I enjoyed it. There's a really fun one. Here we go. First one. Oh, it actually got over a hundred. So. Holy shit! One hundred seven thousand. Uh-huh, that's a million. Yeah, one hundred seven oh, million. million. So eighty-four million for the second one. Okay. Back to one hundred four million Jesus. for the third one. How the third one? Oh, there was one? five. Okay, so there was a fourth one, and then the fifth one was the marked. The ones. marked ones. Okay. And then the ghost dimension. So it's six, right? Oh. Yeah. Ghost dimension made eighteen million. Okay. Started, yeah, that was. I didn't even know about that one. Going down a little bit after that one. Yeah. $107 million on one short film. <laughs> like, it's insane. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, um, the first VHS, there's one of the short films in it is this fun one where, like, they're, uh, it's actually kind of a fun way to shoot it because, you know, it's like found, found footage POV. And the one of the characters is wearing, like, the glasses that have, like, a camera in it. So you're seeing it from there. And, like, the, oh, whole, yeah. the whole setup is that, like, they're trying to, pick up chicks at a bar and then like have sex with them and it's gonna be like a girl's gone wild kind of thing and then like the chick they pick up is like a succubus essentially like a demon oh, nice. <laughs> she fucking like murders two of the guys and then steals him and like flies off and that's the last shot is the glasses like falling off of his face as he's way up in the air <laughs> it was pretty fucking cool that's nice yeah I like the first I mean I like all the VHS's but production budget $15,000 yeah. 
107 million. <laughs> and that's pretty, crazy, too, because it was R-rated. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good return on investment. Yeah, no, <laughs> I would say so. I think everybody who was involved in that was uh, pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm. You know, three million for number two. Oh, number two was one with a dog. I hated that one. Oh yeah, number three had that cool shot with the shadow on the wall with the two kids. You can uh, see the oh yeah, that was yeah. like the prequel one, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah, that one was pretty cool. Yeah, it was like the two girls like growing up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the girlfriend from the first one, right? And her sister. Yeah, it's like yeah. a girlfriend from the first one and her sister. Because I think her sister is the one in the second one, isn't she? Or, or she is in the second one at some she point? She is in the second one, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember the plots of the second one yeah. that much. I know I saw it because I remember the dog, and I remember getting mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> Four, I don't remember what. Yeah. whatever. All the activity has led <laughs> to this. That's the tagline. Remember, we're still made 53 mil, so... Yeah. On just a $5 billion budget. Mm-hmm. I think this is the one where it first went into, like, devices and stuff, because that's, like, a webcam looking at it or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's like that movie, uh... Ah, oh, fuck, what was that movie me and Emma watched that I hated? This is the one that was all shot from, like, webcam shit. Oh, Unfriended? Yeah, that one was it. That one was fucking terrible, dog. Hmm, again. Marked one, I mean, it, it's... Thirty-two million for the marked ones, but it, the again the budget was five mil, so mm-hmm. they're making money on every one of these. Oh yeah, made a little less money on that one. Yeah, budget was ten mil on the Ghost Dimension. For the first time, you will see the activity, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody and it, wanted to see it. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> you, you you ruin the whole point of the film. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the reason why Jaws is so good is because you never see the shark until like halfway, like until the ending. Yeah, it's like when you show too much, it's not as fun. They also put it in 3D. That, that's no, no. Yeah, there's no need for that. I don't know. It's just one of those things where you gotta... The less you show, the more you do. It's just like your own imagination will, will scare you more than anything someone's gonna come up with. No, absolutely. Except for like... Especially something like alien. that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the alien from the Aliens movies, that is just more terrifying than yeah, anything in the drink. that is your nightmare come to life. Yeah, that, 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 that thing's fucked. I'm, I'm done with the Xenomorphs. I don't fuck around with Xenomorph stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Unfriended sucked. Did you watch that movie? I still haven't. No. That one was fucking terrible. It really bummed me out for the ending, because it kind of had a chance to be good. And then, spoiler alert for Unfriended, mm-hmm. everybody. I don't think anybody cares. Um, And then in the end, you know, like, it turns out it was, like, this girl's ghost that was killing him all the time. And that bummed me out, because, mm-hmm. like, it would have been a way better story if it's, like like a nerdy guy at the school who was obsessed with her that he's somehow been orchestrating all the kills. Yeah. Now it's a good story. But when okay. you just, like, make it a ghost, just, like, you take out all the fun from it. No, that is one of those from recent years where they had, like, a string of shitty horror movies where the sequel was a lot better, I had heard. That was one of them. That was Unfriended 2 supposed to be good? It's supposed to be good. And okay. then um, the other ones were uh, the Annabelle. They tried to do a spinoff from The Conjuring. Oh, I heard yeah. the first one terrible, and they heard the second one was actually pretty decent. And then uh, the the other one was Ouija. They tried to make a movie about that. Oh yeah, you know, the kind Ouija of board. Ouija. Yeah, I don't think I could ever finish it. I tried to. Yeah, I mean, but apparently the sequel to that is like really really good. So. Really? Yeah, I I kind of liked all the like the Annabelles and the Conjuring. I sort of like those movies. Yeah. Because I like the guy who's uh, like one of the paranormal investigators, that actor, Patrick Wilson. Oh, yeah. Who was like Night Owl. From Watchmen. And yeah. Watchmen and stuff. I like him as an actor. I just thought he's always been a really good actor. So I kind of like those movies. 
that and like creepy doll shit is always just just makes for a good movie. You can do fun and creepy shit with that. So why yeah. would you not? Oh yeah, it's pretty good. I, I I mean I guess I'll have to try to watch Unfriended too. I mean, I'm not forcing you, but I have heard it's better. Yeah, than the I mean, first one was. saying it's better is not saying that much. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that first one is. It's it's kind of funny. It looks like a it's a movie that like would probably be uh, a better watch if you were to watch it on a computer screen, because then it would feel more realistic. Because like the whole movie is shot mm-hmm. from like they're all in like a Skype group together, and that's all you're seeing on the screen. And so, like, you're in a movie theater, it just totally takes you out of it. Because you're like, okay, yeah, it's a Skype call. Like, n- none of this feels real. Yeah. None of the tension works now. Or, like, if you... They, like, should have just dropped the budget on that a lot. Because, I mean, I don't know how much it would have cost anyway. And then just, like, put it on Netflix or something like that. And then, like, I think it would have been scarier that way. But that's just me. I can see that. But if People you're watching make, it on their phones and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because if you're going to make the whole movie just, like, the group call in a Skype message... Don't put it on a giant, like, fucking IMAX screen, because you just completely ruin the the uh, suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. So And the intimacy, like... Yeah, exactly. You never really feel connected to any characters, and you have to be connected... You either have to be connected to the characters in a horror movie, or you just have to have really awesome kills. You gotta have one of the two. Yep. They had neither. Like, everything was just boring. <laughs> like, someone would die, and their screen would just go, like, dark. I was like, ooh, oh, what happened? <laughs> So fucking go. <laughs> yeah, I know we still haven't watched it yet, but that's the big thing I loved about Hereditary. That's why it was my number one last year. Like, they do such a good job of building up those characters and everything. Right on. Mm. It's like a, a little over two hours, probably 210. Mm. And the first, God, probably 90 minutes of it is just nothing but building the family drama. Right. That is good to do mm-hmm. shit like that. It's just, it's, it's something... You gotta do, and you gotta be good at it. You you can't force it, and you can't be too heavy-handed with it, because then the only thing people want is for these people to die, mm-hmm. and then you now have no sense of like, uh, like suspense or horror right. in your horror film. And the pressure's on, because like you said, at that point, you better have fucking good kills. Yeah. So. And if you're just doing boring kills, and if you're killing people we don't care about boringly, it's just it's a nothing movie at that point. Mm-hmm. I can. I could find a better scary movie on YouTube yeah. for free. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I have a lot of uh, opinions on the horror movie genre. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, that was a long one. Jesus, was, we yeah. really went off on some shit. There. <laughs> we did. So yeah, to round that all off. Yeah, um, that was horrifying. But what's not horrifying is that I'm America's <laughs> sweetheart, Andrew. <laughs> you know what was horrifying? was that transition. <laughs> that was way scarier than anything in Unfriended. <laughs> I was trying to do what you did last week, and, then, and it just didn't work. Yeah, that's what happens. You know, I tried to up the ante. I was like, he did 20 minutes. I'm going to wait 30 minutes this time. There is stuff that I that I bring to this uh, podcast every now and then. You never know. Usually it's beers. But still. <laughs> and I am uh, America's failed comedian, Zach, uh, who apparently has a lot of strong opinions on the horror film genre. Sorry, everybody, mm-hmm. for that. I really went, uh, really went off on that one. That's all right. We'll cut that bit. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, in, in closing... Uh, first paranormal activity is good in the right circumstances. Uh, Green Book was a fine film. There's no reason to complain about it. And A Star is Born was uh, also a really good movie. Yeah. So, Not a bad year for the Oscars, basically. So that's, that's what I'll say to that. Coming from a noted Oscar hater. So. Yeah, coming yeah. from a guy who has never cared about the Oscars in his life. So take that for what you will.
All right, you want to jump in some topics? We're going to start with some movies. And this one kind of came out of left field to me. I saw a lot of the rumors, but this headline is that Marvel's Kevin Feige confirms that the Black Widow movie will not be R-rated. Was there a chance it was going to be R-rated? First of all, I didn't know there was going to be one. <laughs> like a, a Black Widow movie? Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, no, it didn't shock me too much, but I mean, just the fact that I well, hadn't I, heard about it until this point. I, th- I thought they already made that. It was called, like, Red Sparrow. It had Jennifer Lawrence in it. She mm-hmm. was, like, a Russian spy. Wasn't that just Black Black mm-hmm. Widow's uh, mm-hmm. origin story? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, confirms. Yeah, no shit, it's not going to be R-rated. It's fucking yeah. Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, we got lucky enough to let them make Deadpool 2 somehow. Yeah. Probably because the first one made a shit ton of money. Well, that was still Fox at the time. They oh, haven't yeah. officially bought them yet. So. That's a good point. We, so. haven't, we haven't had a Disney R-rated movie yet still. And we probably never will. Sadly. I mean... We I already know. saw what Disney did to the lightsaber in the mm. first uh, two Star Wars movies there. Yeah. Where, like, they don't hurt anybody anymore. They just kind of put lines on it and you get kind of hurt. But they don't cut arms off anymore <laughs> or heads. So it's just like a origin story for Black Widow, then. It sounds like it, yeah. Because uh, yeah, any involvement from other Avengers characters are currently unknown. It's reported that Kate Shortland is going to be directing the film with a script from Jack Schaefer. So. Okay. I mean, I just don't. Nothing against Scarlett Johansson or yeah. the character of Black Widow. But with the way she's set up in the Marvel universe, I don't see her working well with a standalone film. Yeah, it's just kind of—it's going to be kind of boring. Uh, Feige also spoke <clears> of <throat> the status of future Marvel films and when they will be released, saying that the studio has loose plans for the next five to six years, but they're waiting until after Spider-Man: Far From Home releases to announce the next slate of movies. Ah, okay. So, I mean, that's going to make a lot of money. So yeah, we'll oh, see yeah. what they do after that. I'm actually kind of excited for it. Did you watch the trailer for that already? I did. Yeah. Pretty strong trailer. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about Gyllenhaal being uh, Mysterio, right? But I don't. I mean, I know how I feel about Gyllenhaal every other day, which is I don't like him. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But. Just just let him break out the vulture and you know bring Michael Keaton back. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll be happy because he was so good. Mm-hmm. Like you might as well just go with it. Yeah. I don't know. My only problem that I have with Spider-Man: Homecoming. And really just what I have, the one problem I have with Tom Holland's Spider-Man is that he doesn't make his own suit. That just irritates me. Because hmm. it kind of makes Spider-Man not smart, or not as smart. Yeah. And that's like, that's not cool. Because he's like the third or fourth smartest dude in the Marvel Universe, like in the comics, hmm. like canon. He's an incredibly smart dude. And he makes his own suit pretty much the whole time. I think like in the Secret Wars, I think Tony gives him like an Iron Spider suit at one point. Yeah, but like, because they were in space, yeah. Yeah, but like for most of it... Like, Spider-Man invents his own uh, fucking shit and can make it all himself. So and, yeah. uh, it's Aside just, from the symbiote. I mean. Yeah, true. But, I don't know. I just... And, again, it's a huge nitpick that means nothing. I still really enjoy those films. There's nothing against them whatsoever. Yeah. The only Spider-Man movies I haven't liked were the Amazing Spider-Mans with... Yeah. Uh, I still never even watched them. What's his name? The British guy? Yeah, Garfield. Yeah, Garfield. I watched the first one. And, uh... Even that was, like, hard for me to get through. Like, barely paid attention to it. Yeah. I'm saying I was like, it was going to be the lizard. And I was like, I don't really care about that as a villain. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of funny. It was kind of cool to see that it was going to be the lizard because they had, like, alluded to the lizard the whole, like, during all the Raimi films. Yeah. And, like, you know, Raimi stopped making them, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of fun. It would be like, oh, they're finally going to do the lizard. And then instead they did, like, he looked like a Koopa Troopa from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the movie. Yes. The movie. <laughs> also... 
all of his scenes with Emma Stone and those movies are terrible. Like, I guess it's like they were dating at the time is what I've heard. Oh, yeah. And so it seems like the director just kind of like let the camera roll and told him like, yeah, just go flirt with each other. Because mm. it's just like there's fucking nothing there. The story, yeah. like, there's, it's a boring story. Peter Parker isn't a nerd. He's like a skateboarder who's got cool hair and he's Andrew Garfield. So he's cute and everybody wants to fuck him. And I'm like, he's not even like a nerd. Like, this doesn't count. Yeah. It's fucked. It's not my Peter Parker. Yeah, he's supposed to be a nerd like me. That way I can pretend to be Spider-Man. Yeah. I can't pretend to be a cool British guy with a skateboard and cool hair and Jordans. Like, fuck yourself. I mean, you can, but not for long. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I can't do a good British accent, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, because Andrew Garfield can't do a good American accent. Yeah. Not in that movie, anyway. He's doing, like, super, like, Bronx ac- accent. He's like, oh, yo, here you are. What's up, man? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> It's slightly less real than Spider-Man's interrogation voice from uh, Homecoming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk right now. <laughs> this next story is a big like, uh, what the fuck, when I saw it. So apparently there was a huge campaign through Kickstarter uh-huh. that they wanted to take the rat out of the ending of The Departed. Why? They said it was too obvious that they didn't need to really hammer home the the allegory and they thought that it ruined the movie so they wanted to have Scorsese take it out so let me get this straight a bunch of fucking nerds on the internet mm-hmm. they think they can make a movie better than Martin motherfucking Scorsese yep okay I want them all dead mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know man. Like, like, why, why do you care it just hammers it home too hard. Like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the point of the fucking whatever. I don't know. Yeah, The Departed, directed by Scorsese and starring Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio, has long been ridiculed for its use of a rat. By who? An incredibly unsubtle metaphor for a film about uncovering rats in the mob and police department. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was like the whole point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, should we take out the scene where Matt Damon's character decides to buy his uh, apartment because it has a look at like a uh, town hall? Because that seemed pretty obvious that that's why he wanted it. I think that's a little uh, unsubtle. Maybe we should take that scene out, too. Yeah. Fucking idiots. Thinking you could make a movie better than Scorsese. You shut your fucking mouth. You watch that movie and be be the fuck quiet. Yeah, his quote was, he wanted to remove the rap because it was such a painfully on-the-nose metaphor. Who's this fucking guy, Sax? Yeah, Who the Adam fuck Sachs. is this dude? What has he ever fucking done? He's the man behind the Kickstarter campaign. I just, who the fuck is this guy? What is he telling us how to, like, what what movies we should like and fucking what? Yeah. I want to fucking beat the shit out of this guy <laughs> and fucking hate him. <laughs> Add him to the list. <laughs> Adam Sachs, co-founder of the uh, Church of Satan of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> what a douchebag. <laughs> it's, it's such a... Uh, unsubtle and super obvious metaphor. Like, yeah, that's why he put it at the end of the movie. You see what he was doing there? You fucking idiot. It's supposed. It's not supposed to be a metaphor. It's supposed to be a period at the end of a sentence mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, here's the end. Now you know, like, that's him. That's Scorsese dotting his eye right yeah. there and ending the film. And you know what? It's not that unsubtle because the way I was interpreting it is, yeah, the rat's still alive. He's out there. Exactly. The, this you still see, exists. Yeah, you can read different things into it. I yeah. just thought it was supposed to show just like um, where, you know, because the city hall, mm-hmm. at least how I read it, yeah. uh, 
City Hall has like kind of been shown as like the shining light of what like everybody was looking for. Mm-hmm. And then there's a disgusting, like trashy thing here. So it's like a uh, allegory, like you know, for the black and white of the whole thing. Because that yeah. was like the whole point of the movie was that like good guy doing bad things, bad guy doing good things, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Where's the line drawn? Yeah, yeah exactly. So. I don't know. There's different ways you can read that, but I guess Adam Sachs is smarter than all of us. So Clearly. Oh, fucking dank. <laughs> this guy sucks. I'm going to go home and watch The Departed again just so this guy can fucking eat me. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. Dude. I oh, can yeah. watch that like once a month and never get tired of it. That movie's so fucking good. That's like one of my favorite Scorsese films. Like He is definitely not losing it in his old age. That oh, guy yeah. can still just fucking pump out good movies. We're mm. good. Oh, and we got the first trailer during the Oscar telecast for his new movie. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's working with Netflix now. Mm. It's coming to Netflix. Coming out this December, I think. It's called The Irishman. Ooh. It's got De Niro. It's got Pacino. Okay. Looks really cool. I'm in. Yeah. I'm definitely in. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I yeah. watch anything by fucking Scorsese, though. So mm-hmm. it's not saying much. Speaking of the horror movies earlier, uh, we've already talked about Jordan Peele wanting to resurrect Candyman. Mm-hmm. He's actually cast <clears> a new... Actor for the Candyman. Yeah, you want to say this guy's name? Nope, I was Go hoping you would. No, I was waiting for you to say his name. Mm. Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. I, I think that's pretty close. Yeah. Yaha, Yaya, Y A H Y A, Yaya. He's gonna be. I guess he was from Aquaman. Mm-hmm. He was the Black Manta. Oh, okay, right on. And then he's also gonna be in Us, the new Peel movie coming out next month. Oh, so Jordan's just like liking this guy, I guess. Apparently, yeah. he's just like, "Fuck it, you're in." Right on. And he's also going to be in the Watchmen series on HBO here later Ooh. this summer. So Nice. Does it say who, who's going to play? I uh, don't believe so. Oh, okay. I guess that was too much to ask anyway. Yeah. HBO's been pretty tight-lipped. <laughs> yeah, so no far, shit. So. yeah, they've been so tight-lipped they haven't even dropped a fucking trailer for Game of Thrones yet. Yeah. Bastards. We did get another scene. Yeah. No, they'll drop like a 10-second scene for mm. everybody, but that's it. There's no trailers yet. Well, we're right on. We got a new Candyman then. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm like really looking forward to that because the original one is like one of the few movies that like fucking terrifies me. That one's oh, hard yeah. to watch. Yeah, and I think people will do a really good job with it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. He just seems. I, I'm sure he's a big fan of the uh, original anyway. Mm-hmm. And he's just such a good movie maker. Oh, that, yeah. You know, I kind of like watching him work. He has like kind of a Tarantino feel to mm-hmm. me, where he's just a guy who likes movies and is making movies that he likes. Yeah. So exactly. He's really paying homage to all the stuff that he grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like he's resurrecting the Twilight Zone for yeah, the exactly. CBS All Access. Yeah, so. he's just like picking all the shit that he likes and just going with it. Mm-hmm. And I like that. It's something that we say every fucking episode. It's good when like creators get things that they care about and get to make things that they yeah. like. So, Speaking of which, also, I didn't pull up a headline for it, but I saw the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. It's premiering on April 1st. How perfect is that? I like it. And now yeah. we can uh, sit here and argue about if it's actually going to pr- premiere on that date or not. Because <laughs> I wouldn't put it past Jordan Field to like run like all this shit, make yeah. a trailer and everything. Run a trailer on the Super Bowl and then like, eight, April 1st is just like Key and Peele season four. You're just like, oh, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> you son of a bitch. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what we got next? Uh, well, you I'm know, we had to. At the first two words of it, I'm already uh-huh. not excited. There you go. Have at that headline. Okay. Suicide Squad 2. I don't... I mean, is that... Are they sure that's going to happen? They are. (laughs) They're still pretty certain on that? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Will Smith's Deadshot won't return for sequel. Yeah. No shit. Mm Mm-hmm. But look at the sideline. The departure is due to scheduling issues. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, scheduling (laughs) issues. Not the fact that it was the most racist caricature of a... (laughs) 
fucking black guy that's happened in uh, film since, I don't know, Song of the South. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Oh, it says Margot Robbie will return as Harley Quinn. Yeah, so hmm. contradicting what we talked about last week. Okay, so there's a uh, fix for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smith will be bound out of the sequel due to scheduling issues, although the decision was made on amicable terms between both sides with no hard feelings. That was in Basically, quotes. don't attack us on Twitter, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> please, it's not, it wasn't our fault. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to have to give the second one a chance just because James Gunn's like... yeah gonna be uh attached to it and i feel like he's a really good director he's also from st louis so you gotta back up the local boy yeah but um i just i don't care (laughs) it's a good thing that will smith's deadshot won't won't be in it i'm glad to hear that because he was um probably like the third or fourth biggest problem with that movie yeah so there's one problem fixed but and it is worded very carefully Will Smith Deadshot. Yeah, so. that doesn't say Deadshot won't be in it. So yeah, now they're gonna cast a white guy to play Deadshot, and fucking uh, Spike Lee will be screaming about that. Mm-hmm. That'll blow up the internet. <laughs> like, How come Will Smith ain't, can't play it anymore? But like, did you see it? That was far more racist than having a white guy play it. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> we could put a white guy in blackface; it would still be less racist than whatever they had in the fucking first Suicide Squad, as long as he talks normally. <laughs> God, I hated yeah. Suicide Squad so much. Moving into some TV news. Mm. There's a new interview with George R. R. Martin over the weekend. He apparently said that he had an offer from Benioff and Weiss to travel to Belfast, Northern Ireland, and make an appearance in one of the show's final episodes. But he turned it down, reportedly citing a desire to focus on riding the winds of winter still. Yeah, that's why. It's not Mm -hmm. the fact that he can't go out in public right now because everyone's yelling at him about the book. Right. (laughs) Which, by the way, leave the man alone. But, yeah, that book's never coming out. No. I told you what my uh, theory is. I I think he's done with it, but he's worried it's not going to live up to what everybody wants. Yeah. So he's going to let the show come out first, and mm-hmm. then that those books are not going to get released until, like, like once he's dead is when those movies will come, or when those books will come out. Yeah. I don't think he wants to hear what people have to say about it. I'm excited. I can I get back too. on my rewatch. Yeah. I think I'm on, I think I'm only on, like, season four right now. Mm. Just start busting through them again. Yeah. Love Game of Thrones so much. This next one was kind of weird, but I kind of wanted to bring it up. <laughs> I don't know. You're probably a fan uh, of the Gremlins as a kid. Of course, kid. the Gremlins was awesome. That's another movie. Where is is that a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? That's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. That's fair. I love the Gremlins. Yeah, but they're going to be making an animated series. Nice. So I could see that. It could be neat. Depends on how the animation looks. But just as long as it has nothing to do with the Gremlins too, I'm totally fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like it would be a little weird though. Because the show will allegedly be a period piece following a young Mr. Wing, the Ooh. Chinese antique store owner from the original movie. Another terribly racist caricature. Mm-hmm. He will reportedly go on adventures <laughs> with Gizmo, the friendly mogwai, throughout the show. Yay. Everybody yeah. loves Gizmo. Yeah. Who didn't want a Gizmo growing up? He was the coolest thing. He was like the coolest thing ever. He really was. <laughs> and everybody ever... convinces themselves that they would be able to take care of him. Oh, yeah. no, there's no fucking way. Yeah. I, I, I'd be getting wet constantly anyway, just because like, then I can sell more fucking magua. Oh. It's like a fucking... That's capitalism, baby. USA. USA. Hey, fuck off, wing. I got money to make, <laughs> commie. 
You just got to sign a like a legal thing that says if you feed them after midnight, you are responsible for if they destroy your entire town or something yeah. like that. Which is the only thing about that that always bothers me. They never say when you can start feeding them again. It's true. It's technically always after midnight. Yeah. Do you remember how depressing the one girl's Christmas story was? Oh my god! About her mom, about her dad, like yeah. dying in the, in the chimney, chimney, trying yeah. to be dressed. And they didn't like find Santa him for like weeks. <laughs> the movie yeah. it doesn't really fit with the rest of the film. The movie's yeah. hilarious because it's like one part uh, cute like creature feature, one part like monster movie, and then one part super dark character piece of the fucking main girl's life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that movie can't decide what it wants to be, but I find it entertaining. It was the 80s. We, we can forgive it. <laughs> so the next one's going to make you pretty happy. You probably already heard. But oh, yeah. I already heard about this. I'm super excited. Yeah. NBC has decided to renew Brooklyn Nine-Nine for a season seven. Nine-Nine? Such a great show. Yeah. If you guys aren't watching Nine-Nine, do, do yourself all a favor and start watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's exceptionally well-written, extremely funny, uh, makes really good poignant points without being preachy and like over the top with mm-hmm. it. Is able to have gay characters and have it not again be irritating or over the top or, yeah, or stereotypical them, or anything. Yeah, yeah, have them be super stereotypical or anything like that. It's just a really well done show that everyone should like. Yeah, and they legitimately care about each other. Like yeah, there's like everybody. It's kind of the opposite of The Office. Yeah, where it's like everybody on it is a good person and you want them to win regardless of what happens. <laughs> Whereas in the office, everyone kind of sucks. That might make some of our uh, listeners mad, but I am not an office fan. Never watched the British version. Tried to watch the American one. I told Maggers that I'd uh, do my best to watch it. Oh yeah. I think I got through like the first season, and then and even that was like I wasn't paying attention the whole time either. <laughs> so I just, it's not a fan, man. I don't know if it's just like the type of humor is not my shit or yeah. whatever it is. Because I like Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I like um, Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. I'm a really big fan of Parks and Rec. I think that's a great show. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially like the same writers. All the same creators. Almost yeah. the exact same like, cast and crew and stuff like that. And cannot stand The Office. Love Parks and Rec. <laughs> so, I don't know. You explain that to me. Moving into some comic news. We mentioned last time about Free Comic Book Day. Yeah, Coming yeah. up on May the 1st. Of Always course. the first Saturday in May. Yeah, yeah. Marvel's got some big things coming up for it. Oh. Uh, they're going to be doing a big storyline this year with Venom and Carnage again. Nice. And it's going to be kicking off on that day with a free comic. Check out that photo from the cover. Oh, shit. Looking pretty neat. So it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Is that like a... It's like a super-sized Carnage. It looks like he's yeah. like getting ready to swallow the earth. He almost looks like Carnage and Venom mixed together, even. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. It's kind of wild. Oh, is that Miles? There in the corner? Talking to Spidey? Yep. Nice. Yeah. Fucking End of the Spider-Verse is going to be available to buy here soon. Super excited for it. Oh, yeah. March 19th. So, oh, I'm so ready. I'm going to watch that show. So, I'm going to watch that movie so many fucking times. So, this is going to be uh, uh, canon, though, right? It's yeah, not going to yeah. be like an offshoot, like random thing like the Batman one is? Right, yeah. This okay. Is, this is full on. This is what Spider-Man is going to be doing for the rest of the year, basically. Okay. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. They revealed, oh, shit. Uh, apparently the symbiotes were originally spawned from an ancient god named Null. They've redefined the dynamic between Eddie and the suit, rewriting Venom's history and showing just how dysfunctional the relationship truly is. Okay. Gates has also begun quietly revamping Carnage thanks to the recent Web Venom Carnage Born special. 
Even as that issue restored Cletus Cassidy to a more traditional status quo, following a period where Carnage symbiote was passed on to Norman Osborn. Hmm. That might have been kind of cool. I yeah. try to go back and read those. Radically redefined his role as a Spider-Man villain. Carnage is now aware of his powerful connection to Null. By devouring other symbiotes, he brings himself ever closer to his god. <laughs> Hmm. So Carnage is going to turn into like a demigod kind of thing. Sounds like it. This yeah. will be fun. Yeah. Coming from the teasing, the mystery Venom, Spider-Man storyline may well involve both characters joining forces. I was just going to say this is probably going to be a Spider-Man Venom like team up. Mm-hmm. From Carnage from eliminating his rivals, becoming truly all powerful. This could be just the story to hook new readers as hype for Venom Two and the cinematic debut of Carnage begins building. I am excited to see Carnage in a movie. Yeah, Carnage is such a fun character. I still haven't seen Venom. Was it any good? It actually was, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I liked I, it more than I thought it was going to. I've heard so many like mixed like feelings on it. Like some people said they liked it, some people said they hated it. Yeah. I'm just excited because Tom Hardy's in it and he's my boyfriend. So, you know, I'm sure I'm gonna like it. It'll be alright. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, did you see the PlayStation Plus games for next month yet? I saw one of them. Okay. It's gonna be uh, Modern Warfare Remastered, which you've been thinking yeah, about buying soon anyway. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And The Witness, which uh, do you know much about that one? Uh I remember watching like a let's play at like Rooster Teeth or something like that. Okay, yeah. I know I've got it just... on Xbox. It was a game with gold a couple yeah. years ago, so it's really fun. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's supposed to be yeah. like a fun like little puzzle game, mm-hmm. like weird. Yeah, it gets really in depth <laughs> and stuff towards the end. Excellent. It's really fun. So now I can actually look forward to this stuff too as a PS Plus oh, that's member. Right. You have so, a PS Plus member now. Yeah. yeah. Excited. I made sure to download uh, For Honor and whatever the other one was this month I before it goes off. That's right, yeah. Yeah. See, what's kind of cool is you don't have to download it. They kind of save them for a while. And your uh, if you go to your library on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. you can scroll down. There's like purchased. And then there's also just PS Plus, where like they kind of save the last couple months of the PS Plus free games on there now. Oh, really? Yeah, because people okay. were like getting pissed that they were missing it and stuff like that. And so they just like, I think it's like the last two or three months they'll save, basically. And then all, all, all you have to do, basically, is go in and hit buy on it whenever it's free. Uh-huh. The PS Plus thing, you don't have to download it. Just if you hit buy, it saves in your uh, library at that point. Oh, okay. And just like a $0 purchase kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, okay. exactly. And then you can just download it whenever you want. Okay. It'll just be saved to your profile at that point. Gotcha. Okay, thanks. I, had, I didn't know that. Yeah. But yeah, man, Modern Warfare, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, get some Mountain Dew, do some bong rips, and pwn some noobs. It's yeah. going to be awesome. <laughs> I will be one of said noobs. I can't wait. <laughs> I wonder if I suck at it now. Or I, I wonder if it'll just be like muscle memory. I wouldn't have to look at the screen and just remember how it works. I put a lot of time into the first Modern Warfare. <laughs> I don't know about you, but... Mm, not a whole lot, but a little bit. Uh, play the dick off that game. Like, uh... It was Halo for the longest time. Yeah. And then I literally got bored of Halo 3 because um, me and my buddy Jared literally went for four hours and did not lose a match. And so we stopped playing Halo after that for a little bit because we were just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? We're clearly playing this game too much. And so we went over to Modern Warfare and just started playing that one all the time. And that one was fun. I like Modern Warfare a lot. Nice. I like Halo better, but Modern Warfare is a fun game. Yeah. And the only other topic I had here is the... Uh little rumor that we I think we talked about it before the Xbox's relationship with Nintendo has been yeah, growing yeah, lately yeah, yeah I think we were talking about that and uh, now they're actually saying the the full Games Pass is going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch hmm so the Games Pass is the thing where you pay 10 bucks a month and you get access to yeah, like 120 different games like old games and shit like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah PlayStation has something similar to that too it's like PS Now or something like that yeah 
But then, yeah, every Microsoft published game comes out day one, day and date on Game Pass also. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so like a week ago when Crackdown 3 released, you can play it for day one on Game Pass. I'm seriously thinking about buying an Xbox just for Crackdown 3. Yeah. I'll be 100% honest with you. Well, now you can just get a Nintendo Switch instead. It's true. I do need a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that Fire Emblem ain't going to play itself, man. It's true. I love Fire Emblem. New Zelda, yeah. Smash Bros, the Wild. Smash Mario Kart, Mario Party. Mario Party is fun. What else? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Pokemon. New yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, the new Pokemon. But yeah, Crackdown. I loved the Crackdown games so much. Like, I played the shit out of those. There was so much fun. Oh, yeah. This is, like, the first time that Xbox has had, like, a an exclusive that I care about. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, fuck, I gotta be an Xbox now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go buy, like, a used one for, like, yeah. 50 bucks that has, like... 500 gigs of internal memory like won't matter at all. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to use it for Crackdown and maybe like the Halo Anniversary Edition. Other than that, I'm not going to need this game, this Xbox, so don't yeah. worry about it. It can suck, just as long as it works. Nice. See? Yeah. We can just get a Switch then and play Crackdown 3 on the go. There you go. Crackdown's so much fun, man. I love those games. Oh, yeah. Crackdown 2 was like one of the best like sandbox runaround games uh, ever. It was just so much fun, just, like, leveling up your cars and shit, and mm-hmm. leveling up your muscles. Driving up the side of the building. Oh, fuck, man. It's so much fun. Blowing shit up constantly. Ah, <sighs> So, yeah. We fun. I've got to beat a game here soon. i got to do it, man. It's been forever since I've beaten a game. Yeah. And I still have New Vegas down That's not true. You beat, uh... Arkham Knight a few weeks That ago. is true. I did finally beat Arkham Knight. I didn't get the uh, full Arkham Knight ending what? because I'm not going through and doing all the goddamn Riddler. Gotham needs you, Zach. I don't care. I'm not doing it. I just can't do it. I watched the video. It was a really cool ending. I enjoyed it. I just I don't have the patience. With the entire backlog that I have right now, mm. I do not have the patience to run down and get all of fucking Riddler's goddamn challenges and trophies and everything else. There's only like 640 left. Yeah, exactly. I'm not doing it. Just you can go. It, it can go fuck itself. Those were hard <laughs> enough in the fucking Arkham uh, Asylum, even. Yeah. And then Arkham City was ridiculous. And then I think Arkham Knight was them just fucking memeing us, where they were like, yeah, there you go. Go get yeah. those. Oh, also, you don't get to beat this mission until you find them all. So have, have, have fun with that. <laughs> you don't get to see the actual ending until you've beaten this. You're like, you cocksuckers. Yeah. But luckily, uh, YouTube exists, so... And somebody has enough time and patience. Yeah, somebody uh, doesn't have a job <laughs> or a giant backlog of games that they were able to go find all the fucking Riddler trophies. I, maybe there's somebody out there who's a bigger Batman fan than me. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I think I, that is. Yeah. I might have to just admit that because I do not have the patience to get the fucking Riddler trophies. I just cannot do it. <sighs> Goddamn Riddler. And I know that like they've... Um, there's been a couple leaks of a possible new Arkham game, or like at least a new like Batman game by the same company. Right, I don't know yeah. if it'll be Rocksteady hasn't announced anything in yeah. a long time. But there's been some leaks that are like you know people are trying to decide if they're real or not. Mm-hmm. If they put the fucking Riddler in it, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> done with the Riddler. Go away. I just want him to like fuck with me, like put him in it, and then like have the mission be like instead of you looking for like the trophies, you just find whatever room he's in and you kick the wall in and just beat the shit out of him for 15 minutes, and then lock him up. Oh, also, uh, for any of our fans, that are, or any of our listeners, I shouldn't say fans, <laughs> any of our listeners that have 100% uh, Arkham Knight, don't ever play that game on uh, Halloween. It'll ruin your 100% counter. Oh, really? Yeah. It's uh, 
It's a fun Easter egg, but it's an Easter egg you never get to fix afterwards. But because there's like the little like lockup counter that literally gives you the percentage of how far you've finished everything. Okay. And if you get everybody, do all the side missions, capture everybody you're supposed to. It's like you know twelve for twelve, however many for however many, one hundred percent. Like it's like lockup capacity or something like that, like one hundred percent. So that's how you know you one hundred percent of the game. Okay. If you play it on. Um, Halloween, Man Bat escapes the lockup that you have him in, and like it's like the long Halloween kind of like uh, homage. Mm-hmm. So you get like this fun little uh, cutscene where he like escapes the prison, but you never get to go chase him down again or anything like that. And then the counter goes down because he's no longer in lockup, and uh, you can't fix it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah, don't ever just don't play it on Halloween, and you're yeah. fine. So but yeah, I always thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, there you go. Right. Now everybody knows. Well, everybody that listens to us. That's what everybody. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Just the exact same amount of people who did all the Riddler fucking challenges in yeah. Arkham Asylum. Fucking Riddler. God, I hate the Riddler so much. Little turd burglar. <laughs> all right, what do you say? You ready to wrap this up? I think this has been a successful episode i think so we got a lot of no bit. questions or anything yeah no i checked the email i didn't see any questions let me check okay. the twitter i forgot to do that yeah i'm gonna do that live on the air now you guys know that this shit isn't faked pulling this up pulling it out bum 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 playing with my dick <laughs> tweet tweet chuggling these nuts yeah i'm seeing nothing okay just a bunch of stuff from the other day from everybody freaking out that you haven't seen The Outsiders, so. Yep, we got nothing. Okay. We're good. Never mind. Sorry, guys. Sorry to make you wait for that. I'll probably <laughs> cut that. No. Yeah, that's probably fair. 45 minutes of silence <laughs> as I scroll through the phone to see if we had any interactions. But yeah, there we go. I think uh, we're all good. No questions to answer. Uh, except so that the, means we need some. So where can they send them, Zach? Oh, uh, you can just shove them up your ass and go fuck yourself. Oh, okay. Fuck you all. <laughs> as always. Uh, as any, always, go fuck yourself. As always, go fuck yourself. Uh, jiggle my nuts. Uh, fuck you. And <laughs> I'm just having fun doing this now. No, but seriously, guys, thanks again for listening. I uh, hope you guys had a lot of fun. I know I did. Learned a lot of shit. Kind of excited for that carnage. Uh, storyline to be honest with you that one really stuck out with me yeah. uh, I always like a good carnage story especially if you're gonna like attach him to some I don't know ancient elder god of chaos or some yeah. shit like that I can't wait to read that follow us on twitter uh, you got Andrew at big guy <clears throat> good god <laughs> my whole voice just went away I am not <clears throat> big me. guy a g g g g h h h you got Andrew at <laughs> uh, you have Andrew on Twitter at Big Guy ACV. That's me. Make sure to follow him. Uh, you can send him questions as well. You don't have to just send them to me. No, that's fine. Go uh, ahead and keep it going. You can also follow me on Twitter at uh, Melch Knows Best. I almost forgot what my Twitter handle was there for right. about half a second. <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah. Uh, at, I'll have to follow you now. Nice. At Melch Knows Best. M E L C H Knows Best. Uh, also, you can follow the show at The A2Z Show. Okay. That is uh, the number two, of course, because it's less characters that way. It's a little bit easier to spell. <laughs> so, yeah, you can do that. Send uh, questions, comments, concerns, fun stories. Um, 
your favorite fan fiction of whatever lore that you're into. You can go ahead and send that too if you want. I'll read that on the air. I don't care. <laughs> you can also, uh, if you have something you want to say to us that's more than 140 characters, or if you don't want people to know what kind of fan fiction you're reading and you're trying to send that, <laughs> you can send it to a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. We will accept everything except for Anthrax. Huh. The band? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It's just it's Scott Ian's goatee. It just irritates me. I just yeah. can't. I can't deal with it. I who, can sympathize with that. Who dies a goatee? I mean, come on, man. It's too much. Take take a breath. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, like I said, set everything in. Rate, review, do all that stuff on whatever app that you're listening to our podcast on. Or through. Or through. Or over. Or under. Or sideways. Inside of, oh, oh, VR listening. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be our next thing. We're gonna have a webcam where you can VR like you're sitting at the table with us. But yeah, there you go, guys. Hope you had fun. We will see you again next week. We we don't see them at all. Yeah, but I mean, it's like a colloquialism. Oh, okay, is that the right word? Colloquialism. I'm keeping it in. So if you sound dumb, that's on you. <laughs> I always sound dumb. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks again. Have a great week. We will see you again. And uh, you're all awesome. Love you. Bye.